0: Hi, I'm Tyler Ivey, driver of the number 47 car, and you're listening to Real Racing USA.
1: Oh, and, uh, uh, let me see here. What's his name? Turn that down.
2: Who oh, is? Oh, Rob, are you Are you talking there? about the bonehead? I'm here, man. Hey, Rob, I got to tell you,
1: man. I just I forgot all about this. I didn't tell you this earlier. I forgot all about it. But there was a. Diff- Remember, we talked about the bonehead move of the week. <laughs> yeah. I well, I got one for you.
3: Using the term lightly, yes. uh <laughs> Well, listen to this.
1: I was at Charlotte County a speed- uh, Motorsports Park on a, uh, Saturday night to cover the. Uh, modified race, and we're going to talk to Robbie Cooper about modifieds here in a minute. But I was down there to cover the modified race, and uh, it was the Q Auto Accident Attorney uh, modified 50 lap race. And um, I, I left right after the race was over, and I'm out in the parking lot, and I hear, and the fan participation race had just started. They had just started doing fan participation races, and I hear this horrendous crash, and, and I hear the announcer say, all you people get back from the Turn 3 wall, get back from the wall. And I can see smoke rising over the mound The mound back there. I can see smoke rising up in the air. Somebody apparently took a Nissan, a new Nissan, and took it into the Turn 3 wall and destroyed it in a fan participation race.
2: He borrowed it from his brother. Oh, my
1: God. Now, if that doesn't classify as for the bonehead move of the week, <laughs> I don't know what does.
3: Well, Bonehead's never done anything as stupid as that. I'd never take my street car out and crash it into the wall.
1: Yeah, that was uh, pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, this is inside p- this, huh? Who was this person? Oh, I have no idea who it was. I, I was leaving. I was it was just there. fan participation. It was fan participation
2: races. Wait,
3: does insurance cover that? Yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I was
2: coming into turn three, and I accidentally hit the wall. So oh, you
3: know, I was going to a race the other night, and I parked in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, next thing you know, I had a few beers, and I come out, and my car looks like this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of modifieds, um, uh, later this month, of course, we have yeah. the big seventy-five lap, three thousand dollar to win hoopla, big, big, big deal at Bronson Motor Speedway, and we have Robbie Cooper on the line to tell us all about it. Hopefully.
2: Hey, Robbie, you there? Hey, I'm here. Hey, welcome to the show. How's it going? Yeah, I'm
1: here, too. Both
3: of us are here.
2: Rob Bonehead, Elking.
3: <laughs> I think we're having some technical issues. At least uh, maybe I am.
1: Yeah, probably not. Rob, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, Robbie Cooper, can you hear us okay, man? I can hear you. It's kind of light, but I can hear you. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can fix that a little bit. Um, so tell us about the uh, upcoming event at... Uh, uh, bronson motorsports park man
4: um april 25th got a 75 lap grouse myers memorial race sponsored by above it all roofing and uh it's kind of a tribute to grouse myers he's one of my mentors he just passed away in december i was actually in the hospital room with him when he passed away that night he meant a lot to me he's a nice guy yes so, uh robbie there'll be a a bunch of people there A big crowd of people there i'm sure for this right Uh, I'm hoping so. I mean, we had a decent crowd the other night up there, actually, on a regular night, you know. So um, I'm hoping so. I mean, modified, they're exciting to watch. So, and, you know, Tony's advertising it pretty good, and and you guys are obviously doing a good job of that. So I'm hoping so, man. It's going to be one of the biggest modified races of the year so far that we know about. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: You know, and and speaking of. uh, No,
4: I'm still lined up to
3: come. I'm going to come there and check it out. Not to race, I'm coming to watch. Right. And uh, I'm expecting to see uh, one of the biggest modified races of the year, which this modified class is just uh, 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 growing and growing. Uh, how do you feel about uh, where the state of the modifieds are today?
4: Well, I think mean, the economy's obviously affected every every kind of aspect of racing. There's no series running or anything like that. Um, so I'm going to be running. I'm actually running at Inverness for points this year, doing a nine-race deal down there. Um, but you're going to try and go to Arvindale and race for Rex a little bit, but it's just so far away for me. Um, The treaded tires, obviously, I think, is the main thing that's helping. We decided to go to that at the end of the year in Inverness, um, raced a big race in December up there. Um, I I did real good. We we set fast time. I drew an eighth, and I finished second. But, I I, I mean, I, I enjoy the treaded tires, and then I came back there and raced again in February when the season opened. We only ran there once. I ran on the same exact set of tires, and I think that's awesome, and you know, I won all them series in 07, and I had to buy tires for all of the series, too, so, you know, that that adds up, and I think that's the main thing that is helping the people right now because the money's hard, and people don't have to go buy $500 set of tires every time they run them cars now, you know, and, that's, and the, the times aren't much different than new and old tires, so that's, I think that's a big tribute to it right there, you know, because it's, some of the promoters are understanding the economy, and they're letting us do that, and I think that's a good thing.
3: Now, uh, Robbie, have you noticed that uh, all the racetracks are, uh, that are running modified, they're going to this treaded tire so you guys can race at all the tracks?
4: Yeah, uh, Bobby Deal has called me down there a few times about racing down there. Talked to Rex. I talked to a Critter, obviously, in Inverness. Tony here. Um, and Bradenton actually called me um, a couple weeks ago about running down there. So the only problem I have right now is I have a lot of irons in the fire and you know, can't be everywhere at one time. And it's nice to be, you know, Inverness is not like 45 minutes away from me, and obviously Bronson is three miles from me. So that's that's awesome I'm trying to stay around here right now and regroup. You know, my, I've got an automotive business, been in business for 15 years, and, I mean, of course, we're feeling the effects of the economy too. So the traveling's kind of out right now. Um, now, Georgia's opening up on May 30th. South Georgia Motorsports Park, they called us. They're going to start racing May 30th up there. They're going to run slick, I'm pretty sure. Um, but we'll see how things go by then, and we'll go from there. But um, I'm glad that all the promoters are doing that. I really think it's going to help their car count, and it's really good on the racer itself because I know I'm car owner and operator. You know, I had three of them at one time. I got two of them right now. I sold Tony Carino his car, and that was a good one of my good cars. And Yeah. I noticed Tony
3: Carino has been running well, winning, and uh, what, he just finished second over the weekend? he's
4: nice super nice guy man can't wait he's supposed to come up here and race just a super nice guy um actually he watched me race one weekend in that car i didn't know him and uh he knew a mutual friend of mine and they called me that monday i I ran with it in inverness and he called me that monday and i was in 07 when i ran you know i won the gulf coast and extreme in the same year and ocala i won all three of them in the same year and he called me and asked me if i was and i had so i had three different cars running three different series and he wanted to know if I'd sell one of them. I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Which one?" I said, "Well, I'd sell the the, the silver one because it was like the floater car, because the one car was set up for one series and one for the other series." And he said, "That's he said that's the one I want to buy." So it worked out for him, and he showed up here a couple hours later and bought my car. and We got a great friendship now. A su- super nice guy,
1: mm-hmm. Tony.
4: He's getting he's come around real good, and uh, you know, he's he's a competitor now. He's one to beat. He's got some awesome equipment, so. Okay, I'm looking forward to running against him again. I ran, I, I did run a big race in January down there in Punta Gorda. I did go down there, and I ran against him down there, and uh, we had a big race down there. Actually, I ran second in it. I think Eric Rudd won that night.
1: Well, I'll tell you, hey Robbie, you know he had uh, he he had uh, as fast a car. His car was definitely just as fast as Doug Miller's. He just couldn't get around him.
4: Well, that's, he's tough, man. He's came around. He's learned a lot. Um, He's came to Everest and ran a couple of times on the treaded tires. He's you know, he's tough there. He faked a little motor one night if I recall. And uh the other night I think he had a bad start and kinda of wrecked and had to go to the rear. But he, he's a super nice guy, man. Wayne Jefferson helped him out. And uh you know, he's got some good stuff, some good guys and you know, all them guys that are coming are guns. I mean they're they're tough. It's gonna to be one of the best ones, man. I mean they you know it's going to be a good race, it really is. I, the last two big races here were in 07, and I won both of them. But these guys are tough. I mean, I, I just cut my teeth here at Bronson, so it's like it's like running Wayne Jefferson or Bradenton, you know what I mean? He's he's the one to be down there because he has so many laps on. That's how I am here at Bronson. But anybody can win this race. He's looking forward to it,
3: but it's not his favorite racetrack, put it that way.
4: Yeah, I know. It, Wayne, Wayne's always had some bad luck here, but what, Wayne's tough. Me and Wayne are tight man he's he's me and him are probably one of the two best competitors out there as far as you know we're we're competitors we love to win we come to win and you know we're very competitive and he's a me we're our, we're aggressive and our driving style is a lot alike so me and wayne kick it off real good and we've run first and second to each other a bunch you know what i mean we've we've battled it out a bunch and you know he's beat me a bunch of times i beat him a few times and you know, we get along real good, and you know, he was one of the first guys I called to come up here, man because I want, I want the competition here. I don't want you know I want everybody here. You
1: what know, is so I go
4: to Inverness this weekend, we open back up in Inverness this weekend, so I'll be racing down there in Inverness, and I'm going to ask the rest of them guys to come up here.
1: What is the uh, format um, for the the deal at Bronson? I mean, how is the qualifying and uh, you know if there's more than uh, you know how many cars you going to start and what's the format for making the field?
4: Well, what we're doing, you know, obviously I'm going to be racing that night. I'm not going to be an official or nothing. And we we actually brought in outside officials for that whole race because I don't want to hear anybody say anything about that. But what we kind of plan on, I'm hoping that we get 25 modified. And obviously we'll start all of them. You don't want really much more than that at Bronson. It's not big. But, you know, say we have 28 or something, obviously he's not going to make three guys go home or something like that. But if we end up having, like you say, like 35, 40 cars, then we you know we got like a pan plan B we'll we'll lock in so many cars um and we'll run some contingency races i think that's the best way to do it somebody just might have a bad qualifying effort you know right. so we'll run some contingency races we haven't exactly got it figured out yet we'll you know we'll meet that when the time comes but we will have a plan B just in case we get thirty-five, forty cars that would be awesome and uh that we'll lock in I would say probably your top must say roughly sixteen, eighteen cars and then we'll take some county guys, and then then we'll probably do some provisionals on somebody that you know farthest driven there or, or something like that. You know, we'll go from there. Um,
3: sounds there like he got a, nice a little guy. bit. I mean,
4: he'll do whatever it takes. Sounds like you got a little bit of thinking
3: to do there because uh, I think there will be quite a few cars there, and it'd be great to see thirty-five cars there or something like that. That'd be awesome. For you guys, and I wish we could
4: start them all. And you know, it's all going to depend on the number. I mean, anywhere that's going to be close. There's no reason to make two or three people go home. I mean, we'll we'll make room for them or whatever. But you never know what can happen too. You know, you're gonna have people come up. They're they're gonna wreck and practice. They're gonna break in practice. and practice. You know that stuff happens. And uh, I mean, you know, anybody can have a bad night. You know, I've been there, done that. Definitely you know I mean? there. And, and uh, we'll go from there. But I'm looking forward to it because you're gonna see the best guys in the state there. Um. I think there's one track that's running that night and, and Tony didn't by any means mean to step on anybody at all. Um, but and we had some people get mad about it a little bit. But, you know, we had it's a bad deal for Tony because the guy that, that's paying for the race wanted that date. Um, Everness is our closest track, so we picked a night there's other people don't realize there's another class running that night too for big money. So we picked a night that Inverness does not run neither one of them classes, which was only one time in the next two months, and the guy wanted it as soon as possible, so that was the that was the best date for everybody, and we didn't mean to step on anybody. I mean, we, had, we got, you know, somebody may be a little mad at us about it, but, you know, we did not do that on purpose. You know, we did that to best suit the area here. We weren't thinking far away, and we had a few problems on the phone with some people about it, but, you know... Tony's a nice guy. He didn't mean to do that, and, and I'm the same way. We didn't even think about far-off tracks or whatever, and, you know. But you can't do you, – you, you're going to step on somebody. You know how that works. You can't make everybody's schedule be one. It's, it's impossible, unless you had done it the year you know, the year before where you could work together on it. But you know how that stuff – it happens. Well, it, well, I think you've done a valiant job apologizing. Absolutely. Well, I know. And, I and it know, is I'm the
1: – Robbie, this is the 25th. Is it a two-day event, 24th and 25th?
4: Yes, sir. The, what we're going to do on Friday, we're going to have open practice from 8 in the morning. I mean, so there's no excuse these guys about to practice. He, he does it now. He, he opens at noon now. It's open practice all day. You know, he's going to practice. He's going to start at. The gates are going to open at 8 in the morning. Practice, we'll be practicing by 9 or 10 o'clock if you want. He can practice all day Friday. Um, Friday night, we're going to run. The street stock cars, not the pure stock, the street stock, which is one of the best classes around here. Um, They're going to run a race that night, and they're going to run the Hornet class, which is a really neat little class. He's got out here with some people going, you know, they're fresh off the street, front-wheel drive cars. We had 13 or 14 the other night. Um, Great show for the fans. They run a jelly bean track instead of a full track to keep the speed down. Um, Anybody can race one of them cars for a couple hundred bucks. I mean, it's it's an awesome deal. He's going to run them that Friday night in a street stock, I believe. And then Saturday night, same thing. I opened at like 8 in the morning Saturday. And I know how expensive that is. I'm a racer, so I know that guys can't afford to come Friday night. Then they then they have to get hotel rooms for everybody. And I understand that. Everybody has to travel. So I told most of my friends, I said, hey, if you don't want to come till Saturday morning, fine. You know, Saturday morning, we're going to be practicing at 8 o'clock in the morning again. So you got all day. You're going to have... Eight ten hours of practice. You know, I know these guys. It, it ain't gonna take some of them, but a couple practices to have their stuff together. I, I know. Yeah. And so they got plenty of time. Nobody has to rush. If you want to come Friday night, fine. It's fan appreciation night Friday night. So I think the fans are gonna get in for five bucks or something. Um, so for the fans, they don't have to spend a ton of money to come out there and, and Friday night and have a good time. And the good thing about the fans coming Friday night, the modified guys are gonna practice Friday night. So you get to see some of the best guys in the state. If you have something else to do Saturday night, fine. You can still come up. You can still watch some awesome race cars, you know what I mean, and, you know, enjoy yourself or whatever. So it's going to be a pretty cool deal. I I hope it works out. I hope the weather cooperates, and, you know, I hope everybody's going to be happy about it. We try to make everybody happy, but, you know. It
1: happened. All right, Robbie. Thanks a lot, man. I'll tell you, I'm going to try to get myself a room at a hotel bonehead on Friday night and uh, catch the, the nightlife in Bronson uh, after you yeah. guys get done on I'm Friday, Friday night. i
4: out in the woods and leave you yeah, night. Bring, bring, a, tent, bring a tent and some <laughs> insect repellent because the
1: nightlife isn't kicking too much up. All right,
4: and man. we got a few little places that are nice to hang out at. So if not, you know, I'll put you up at my house somewhere or something. You can have a, have a room, you know. Don't
1: worry about a hotel room. We'll get you somewhere. We'll talk
2: to you soon, man. Thank you very, very very much.
4: Thanks for
3: having See me on. on.
2: All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey Rob. We got a Robbie night tonight. That's Robbie Cooper, Robbie yokum Robbie Elting, Joe Boyd.
3: That was Robbie Cooper, and he'll yep. be racing modified Boyd. there on twenty
1: fifth and twenty sixth. Yep. Right? Yep. And we got uh, Joe Boyd on later tonight. And uh, yes, we got a bunch of stuff. We're going to do the. March, March, Driver of the Year, we're going to announce that. And uh, right now, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
5: community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done.
1: The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Holy cow! Did you hear that explosion, or what? What was that? Did you hear that explosion, Rob?
3: I heard a big explosion. That means it must be time for the Fast, Fast Car Weekly News.
1: And so it is. Mark, got? let's give it to us, Mark Keeler, the voice of New Smyrna Speedway and Fast Car. What's up, man?
6: How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great, man. How are you doing? Hey, That's Mark. Oh well, you're holding up my nightly glass of wine. I had to uh, hold off for a little bit so I could get this call in done. But <laughs> other than that, we're doing pretty good.
1: So what's well, the word it's
6: about Fast Car? Uh, and before we begin anything, I got to give a big shout out to all our racers who came out last weekend, both tracks. We had some great racing. Uh, this new format that Fast Car implemented for 2009 with the double file restarts. It's made the racing at both tracks absolutely phenomenal. Every division and uh, We really got to take our hats off to all the drivers that come out week in and week out and support our shows at uh, Orlando Speed World at New Smyrna. They all do an excellent job. I know they all work hard. Economy's affecting everybody right now, but we really do appreciate each and every one of them that come out there every week. We couldn't do it without them. Um, We had some good features. You know, last Friday night over at Orlando Speed World, one guy taking down two feature wins, Jared Allison. He won the mini stocks and the super late models. And he also announced that night earlier that he and his wife are expecting their first child. So uh, pretty good little way to celebrate there, going to Victory Lane not once but twice. So congratulations going out to Jared Allison, not only for his his racing on the track, but uh, for everything going on off the track. We're, uh, we're really proud to say that he's one of our best drivers and one of our drivers at Orlando Speed World. Um, over at New Smyrna, we had a win streak broken. Scott Smith was the three-week winner of the Superstock features, and Saturday night it was not to be. He had to settle for a third-place finish. Uh, David Russell took down a win over there. So congratulations going out to David Russell. Uh, Smith finishing third. He's still leading the points for 2009, but, you know, the season just begun. So anything's possible over there. But, again, big hats off to all our drivers uh, that came out last week. And this week, no exception at both tracks. We have all kinds of excitement. Uh, Friday night, Central Florida wingless Sprint. They're going to be at Orlando Speed World, their first appearance of 09. And uh, over at New Smyrna, we've got the Bright House Challenge Series Super Late Models. They've got their second 50-lapper of the season. David Rogers took down the win in the first race, so we'll see if he can repeat that feat. And that's, again, Saturday night over at New Smyrna, the Bright House Challenge Series. We've got Easter egg hunts at both tracks. So uh, bring the whole family, bring all the little ones. We're going to have plenty of stuff for them to do. We'll get them out of the parents' care for a little bit, keep them all happy. And uh, we know the parents love that. Hey, I gotta say yes. Go ahead. You gotta say what? Uh, I just want to say real quick. I know it was on the message board earlier today. Rick Bristol at Orlando Speed World. He's jumped into his new role over there with both feet, and uh, he just announced his first big event out of many that he's got slated for '09, and that's the Strictly Stock Mania coming up on June the fifth. It's going to be at Orlando Speed World. Dual twenty-lap features. Each one pays a hundred dollars to the winner. And here's what we're going to do after the first feature. The first 20 laps segment, we're going to invert the entire field for the second 20 laps. And uh, we have to thank Webb's Commercial Services. They put the cash up for both those races. And also, we're encouraging anybody that wants to help out with that event and sponsor. You can either throw some money at a position or uh, donate some product or or maybe even gift certificates. Give Rick Bristol a call. It's 407-497-0448. 407-497-0448. Rick uh, is doing an amazing job over there, as we knew he would. So, uh... Just give him a call and see what you can do to help out all these events he's got planned for 09. Mark, you were reading my mind because that was what I was going to ask you. I was talking (laughs) to him last week. I
3: I wanted to know uh, what was going on there, so that was good to hear that. Here's the other thing I wanted you to make sure that you get out to Uh all the racers out there and Uh realize that we do this driver of the year program on this radio program that we do and uh, realize that they could end up being the driver of the month and then ultimately the driver of the year and win this nice ring that's by uh, who's the jeweler uh John? Hildebrand Hildebrand, Hildebrand. Hildebrand uh, <laughs> Carol, I, I, I yes. hear that you're there. Um
2: Oh, okay, good. I hear
3: that you're there and uh I wanted you to uh know that I wanted to ask you, Carol, what did you think about
1: that ring?
2: That ring is absolutely beautiful. Off the charts cool, ain't it? I'm telling you, anybody that gets it is going to be real proud of it. ain't worth a set of tires, though. No. Have
6: you seen it, Mark? (laughs) Um, No, I haven't gotten a chance to see it. All
3: right. um, You being an announcer, you need to see it so you can start telling everybody. Go to my post and see a picture of it.
6: I'll tell you what, and and I know it's important for drivers to toot their own horns, but I think that award that you guys do is great, and it's a great chance for the tracks to show how much they appreciate their guys. You know, I I went on the message board today, and I'm sorry, Carol, I didn't email it to you, but I put it up. We had one driver that I thought had a stellar performance last month. And I I think it's really important for all the tracks to stand behind their guys and kind of throw their names out there when they do something
2: like that. Thank you. You know, we really do
6: appreciate what they do on the track to help us out with our shows every week.
2: Absolutely. uh, I know
6: know you want drivers to maybe nominate themselves or their friends, but I I think you really got to put, you know, a lot of... a lot of the responsibility on the tracks
1: to to get the names out. Well, that's that's the original intent of this whole thing. That's how it actually is uh the the fans really don't decide who who is the uh driver of the month or or the driver of the year. They we just want their input, but you're absolutely right and we originally set this thing out is is that all the media, the people like yourself and the writers and the announcers and and the promoters around Florida um should should give us lots of feedback because you know, we want the award to be like last year. I don't think anybody challenged or anybody could challenge the fact that Johnny Collins earned the Inside Florida Racing Driver of the Year award and the ring that went with it uh, for his performance. And um, you know, I think you're absolutely right. Though it's it's input from the, the promoters and the announcers and the writers that I think
3: is, in a lot of times, Jack, that announcers are sometimes much more even important than promoters because the announcers are constantly saying the guys' names, and the announcers right. know right off the bat who's doing oh. well, and you know, this weekly thing that we're doing, for you folks that are listening and wonder what this Fast Car Weekly News thing, we're going to do this every week with Fast Car, he covers these two racetracks with uh, you know with ease, being an announcer, and um, I put it out to these other announcers that are at these racetracks, you know, if you'd like to uh, come on the show and you know give a few minutes of what's going on at your racetrack, or to start giving us input of the drivers so we can have um, more drivers to mull over for the driver of the year. Because I'll tell you, uh, Mark, it's, it's tough to go over all the drivers at all the tracks with the media guys that send them in, uh, not getting as much input as we should. Because who is this guy that you just told us that won two factors and one
6: night? His name's Scott Smith, and he's one of our super stock guys. He's been out at New Smyrna as long as I've been going out there. Which you know, it's only a few years, but I've always seen him run. And, uh, last year, he, he had a string of bad luck, and he finally was able to string together a few feature wins late in the season. Uh, this year, he came out blazing. First week out, he went and won the feature. <laughs> and because uh, of the new fast car rules, the points leader or and or last week's feature winner has to start in the rear. He came out in the second week, and uh, it's kind of funny, though, because the first week, he was starting on the outside for one of the double-file restarts. And mm. when I talked to him in victory lane, I, I said, you know, what do you think of the double-file restart? He says, I hated it right up until the green flag blew.
7: He got a run
6: on the outside and just it took off with it. Well, second week, he raced his whole way through the field from the back of the pack, ended up on the outside for another restart with, I think, maybe about 15 laps to go, took the lead again, and then uh, in week number three, started at the rear again, and this time, they I think they only had one caution to slow down the race. Like, hey, you know, save
2: some brag time for and this poor with, guy it, so we can it, have it him on. A
6: performance that... It was great for me because as an announcer and even as a race fan, everybody's had those times when you're up in the grandstands and, you know, it's, it's kind of a snoozer every now and then. Every racetrack's had a snoozer of a race. And when we have somebody like that who I can point attention to right from the get-go when we're introduced in the starting lineup and then he goes out and he performs and he had every every race fan in the grandstands was watching him because we were able to, to put some emphasis on what he was trying to do and he was First repeat winner in fast car. Yeah, first, first person to win two, and then it's, you know, first person to win three, and he did it in a row. Um, now, last week, started at the rear again. Unfortunately, settled for third. But the guy that won, David Russell, just had a stellar performance in a car that was just unbeatable. Um, but, you know, when, when somebody does that and they, they go well, it's one thing. You know, everybody on the message board talks about winning from the pole. And, and yeah, that's, that's great, and a win's a win. But when you have to start at the rear two weeks in a row in both weeks, down the feature land, you know, that, that's something that's got
1: to be noticed. Absolutely, that's that we'll is next week. That is fast car weekly news. Holy cow, he's gone! Well, I man. would like
2: to say something you quick s- before we forget where we were at. When you guys are voting for your or nominating your um, we guys, drivers of the month, we guys and gals, you guys, we guys shut up, Jack, go for please. it, please. Please send your nominations to feedback at com because a lot of times we don't read them on the message boards. Hello?
1: First person three. did
2: I didn't hear that.
1: Yeah. Hang on. Okay, what we were trying to say there, Carol, go ahead and say it again.
2: A lot of times we don't get to read the message boards. I know you're laughing out loud, aren't you?
1: No, actually, when we get be hang on to that, because when we get to the point where we're going to uh, uh, do the driver of the month on uh, tonight's show, we have a whole bunch of, of names of people that we're going to acknowledge. So just hold on to that. We're going to take a break and we're going to come right back with, um, I do believe, we're going to be talking many stocks. What do you think, Rob?
3: I think it's great. You folks are listening to inside Florida Race and don't go anywhere.
2: Right. <laughs> To Inside Florida Racing. And who do we have on the phone now, Jack? We
1: have uh, Robbie Yoakum, I do believe. Robbie, Another
2: Robbie. Hey, Robbie. Welcome to the show.
8: Oh, hey. How you doing?
2: I'm doing pretty good, I think. <laughs> Let's talk
1: mini-stocks. Mr. Mini-stock. Um, so, you going to go take that money, Robbie, or what?
8: <laughs> well, I had a little uh, breakdown this past week. We're trying to do a motor swap out. I had some motor failure this past weekend, but we're trying to get it situated, and hopefully I can... Go out there and be as good as I've been in the last couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, well, now, did you ever win that? You Bring me up to speed here. In the Florida Mini Stock Challenge Series uh, over the years, you ran it a lot. Did you win the championships? I know you won races, but did yeah, you?
8: Yeah, I, I did win a championship. Um, I think it was the third year they ran it. I can't remember the year, but yeah. it was the third year it was in. I, I only ran it one year. For, uh, the first year I ran the full season of it, I won it. Yeah. Then the second year, I think I was second or third.
1: So what do you think about this big deal that Jim Curry's put so together? So Robbie,
3: uh you pumped up, you really got your car ready to go and uh
8: your mind focused for the big citrus mini stock one hundred? Um I'm as focused as I can be, you know, it's a local track for me, so I expect myself to do well there. But um I'm trying to do some motor swapping out now. I uh, had some problems last week, so we'll just see how it goes. I'll do my best.
3: Now, uh, what about your competition? Have you heard about uh, any other different guys that are coming?
8: Um, well, Rick Sermon's and um, uh, Chris Thornton were there this past week. I think Robbie Storr is coming. You know, they're they're all good competition. At any time, they can win just as easy as me. But um, I'll do my best. You know, I'll set it up the best I can, and hopefully, I can be better than they can.
3: So You do a lot of
8: work there around the racetrack, uh, helping other folks get around, right? Um, there's a few people I've helped out in the past. Yes, I mean I got three other um, older cars that I built that are racing out there now that I've sold to people, and they do well with them too. The guy won the championship in Everest last year. Actually, Kevin Harold's one of my old race cars. I sold it to him last year. So, uh, you know, I've got some chassis out there running around.
3: Yeah, I got a buddy of mine in Tampa, Greg Groover. He's got one of your old cars. He's been telling me about old Sportsman car or something that. Okay. He's uh, well, he says Jokam, so it may not be yours. <laughs> Probably be a- was.
8: I've had a couple sportsmen in the past, but um, I don't remember selling it to him. He might have got it third hand. Yeah, he's
3: ended up third party. He needs some help. I'm sure.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I try to focus on just many stocks now. I tried the two car thing. It's just it's too much trouble. Too too many too many things to try to keep up with and, and do well in in both classes. So, how are things
3: been at uh, Citrus? Uh, You run there uh, every week. Um, How are things
8: doing with the crowd, the car count, and everything? Well, we started out with uh, less than 15 cars, but, I mean, we've had over 22 weeks now, I think. Um, It's come up, and I'm sure some of them are coming to get ready for the big race. So, I wouldn't expect that to be every week, but it may be. You know, there's a lot of cars that come there that don't race all the time, and then, you know, you get to draw... For your position, if you don't win, if you don't run in the top three the week before, you get the draw for your position. So it's actually, you know, you may not start in the rear if you're a new car when you come. You got a chance of starting near the front. Only the top three from the week before go to the back of the pack. So it makes it easier for people to come from out of town and have a, you know, not have to start dead last the way they run their um, starting starting system.
3: Yeah, and I think that's good that they get the. Uh, you got to get the fast cars in the rear. It puts on a better show and. Uh... Always makes better racers out of you, right?
8: Oh yeah, I mean I've been doing it for um, many years, and I don't I don't mind starting in the back. But uh, you know, some new guys come in there, they get a chance to run up in the front, and you know, they might want them make them want them to come back and run again. So I mean, that, that's a good way to do it. I don't know if all the classes do that. I know the many stuff. I guess they do it in every class. Yeah, they draw they draw a pill after the two heat races are over, and that that determines the invert. So however you run the heat, if you win the heat. I mean, they have to draw number one for you to start up front in the feature. But if they draw number six, the guy that ran third in the heat could actually start on the pole.
3: Well, I mean, like I said, it makes it a little bit more exciting, and you never know where you're going so nope. we'll to be. So, no, never good to stand back. Never good to stand back in that heat, Ray.
8: No, they got to run all out, and you know, you never know. I mean, in my case, it doesn't matter if you won; you, you start in the rear. I mean, this next time I go back, I'll get the draw because I didn't finish this past week, but. You know, you try to win like you can. I've been kind of keeping up with the points out there. I was leading, but I don't think I'm not. I don't think I am now, after the DNF this past week. But we're doing the best we can do. We how how are the on. fans?
3: The fans uh, looking out there?
8: Yeah, they've. Uh, I mean, they probably got you know eighty percent of the fans full, but I mean, they get a good car count, and there's more money coming in the pits. So I think you know, as long as they keep their car count up, they can make ends meet. The fans come out for them, you know, they had a bus race last week, and they were standing room only on the other side. I think they're 50-50, paid out $600 and something. So I know there ought to be a lot of fans over there.
1: Hey, Rob, we, we have uh, we have some things that have been added, too. And uh, Carol has a question here in just a minute. But, uh, Rob, Car- um, talking to Jim Curry today, and uh, he, they've added a couple of things here. Um, uh, first of all, we want to make sure everybody knows that the Florida video, Bob Culbertson and his Florida videos, Business. They'll be there to videotape this race, and uh, videos will be available within a few days after the race. Um, also, uh, Curry Roofing is putting uh, $50. They've added uh, $50 to whoever's leading lap 84, and that's in memory of uh, Will Bleakley, who's one of the, the, the men who died in the... It I was one of the guys that was in the accident. Fishing trip, yeah. The fishing, yeah, the fishing thing with the
8: other two uh, NFL oh, players. Yeah, exactly. Whatever I that. Two or three or more other ones that were in the boat as well.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Robbie Store has put uh, put um, fifty dollars on uh, lap sixty, and uh, I do not see in my notes why. And I I, I I
8: think it's his mother's uh, birthday that day. And
1: uh, you know what. You're absolutely right. That is exactly what it is. And uh, Taylor Rentals of uh, Crystal, uh, Crystal River is uh, donating the uh, tents and the tables uh, for the party that Jim Curry, the Curry Roofing, the promoter of the event, is throwing for the drivers and, I guess, the crews and whatnot. there at the Speedway on the day of the race. So that's the next Saturday, the 11th.
3: I want to make sure we tell everybody that uh, Friday night practice, 5 p.m. until 8 on April the 10th, and the race is on April 11th. Uh, they got a 100 lap mini stock race. They got open wheel modified, sportsman, pure stock, V8 thunder stock, four cylinder bombers, figure eight.
4: Before
1: you go, Robbie, Carol Wicks has got a question for you, I believe.
2: Well, I'm just kind of curious. I don't know you, Robbie, and I'm um, wondering, you, you said you've been racing a long, long time. How'd you get started, and um, who do you have to thank for where you are now?
8: Well, my dad raced for years before I started. I started in 80, 86 or seven I believe, right out of, after I graduated high school. But my dad raced probably, I uh, not only started, but I've been going to racing since that I was 10, 12 years old. And maybe before that, I can't remember back that far, but... <laughs> he ran late models for many years at Everness, and then uh, oh. they just, you know, dwindled down to me doing it. And I followed in his footsteps, basically. Okay. That's how it all started. That's then, not uh, dwindling
2: down. That's evening <laughs> things out.
8: Followed in his footsteps. There you <laughs> go.
2: Um, who are your sponsors? <laughs> on, Anybody on, you want I'll to say to thank part. you? Go ahead.
1: go ahead. Can you hear me okay? We're go having ahead. a little bit of a no, problem. Go ahead. go ahead with your question.
2: Okay. Go ahead with My your question. My question was, do you have any sponsors that you'd like to thank?
8: Uh, for right now, Curry Rupe is the only one that sponsors me. He owns the car that I drive right now, and um, he basically is the only one exclusive sponsor on the car. He doesn't want anybody else on there but him.
3: He gets it all. See, he don't want him talking about nobody else.
8: Nope, that's well. what he's wanting me. Yeah. <laughs> I got no, I got nobody else I can talk about. No matter what, I got some friends that help me on my car, and uh, that's basically it. My wife that backs me up a hundred percent.
2: That's important.
8: But you know they're just they just put in their time and effort and that's that I greatly appreciate it. But um, Jim he basically gave me the car and said you do uh, what you want with it and um we'll get it prepared for you how you need it and you just keep it up and, and race it and keep the earnings or and, and try to run up front as best you can and that's what I try to do with it. All
1: right, course, Robbie, you can't we go
8: wrong with that deal.
1: Robbie, we will uh, see you next Saturday the 11th uh, in the afternoon. It's going to be one heck of a weekend up there at mm. Citrus County Speedway.
8: Yeah, I think it's great what he's doing, and uh, I mean, maybe he can, you know, maybe he can bleed onto some of these other tracks, and they'll try to do something for the same, you know,
1: there you maybe go. not
8: the same amount of money, but a big type race to get some cars and try to get the group of cars coming back like they used to.
2: Yep. There you go, man. Thank you so much for being on the show.
8: No, it's not a problem. I appreciate y'all having me. Have
2: right. a good night.
8: All right, Rob, Take it easy. Okay. Thank you.
2: Bye, bye. So, uh,
1: Rob, you know there was some. Uh, some pretty cool things, you know. Uh, Patrick Shelta, I guess, uh, won the uh, uh, Arca race this weekend. He was just a guest uh, just uh, recently on uh, uh, Trackside tonight, and uh, also he was on Dirt World with uh, Joe Dirt and uh, Billy the Kid. And then our uh, our uh, Ryan hunter Ray, who was on with us what two or three weeks ago.
3: Yeah, man, you talk about getting the bump. Tell us the bump.
1: Yeah, tell us. He had no ride. He had no car. He had That's no correct. team. He had nothing. He was
3: going to go down there. He said he was going to be there, because if you're there, if you're not there, then you fall out of the loop. So he was going to be there, and he was going to get a ride. That's what he told us.
1: And he did, and he did just that, and he came in second place
3: with no sponsor. He came in second place in, in wow. an indie car race. Yeah, a loaded down indie car race. I think he started twentieth, and uh, that was great. St Pete. Pretty great. amazing um, going on here, right? Our hometown,
7: and
1: yep. We're going to try to. Uh, as a matter of fact, Joe uh, Lineberry was at the event, and uh, 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 we're going to be talking. Uh, actually, they will be talking about that on Trackside Tonight, which will be available on uh, Real Racing USA tomorrow as an archived uh, version of uh, Trackside Tonight. They'll be talking about that, and also uh, we're trying to get uh, Ryan uh, back for uh, uh, possibly next week, uh, if not the week after. Of course, uh, when you win a, when you come in second and Come out of nowhere like he did. He's 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 uh, got a, de- a demanding schedule anyway, and right now is probably one of the he- most hectic times all year for him. So uh, we're going to try to get him back here in a, a week or two. And uh, also, you know, uh, I don't know if uh, Mark. I wasn't listening to, to the whole thing with Mark. I was working on some other issues, but uh, uh, if he didn't mention it, and even if he did, we're going to say it again. Jared Allison, over at uh, Orlando Speed World, won uh, this past weekend in both the mini stocks and the super late models. Pretty cool.
2: That's amazing. Good job.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And
3: the franchise, uh, David Ruderman, was on the pole for the big race. Oh, I was just going to say that. Isn't
2: that exciting?
1: Yeah, he's going to win one here pretty soon. It's coming. It's coming. It's soon.
3: coming. It's yep. coming. And now, we're going to have an interview with him coming soon, I promise. Uh, probably sooner than CeCe will ever see her shirt from... Uh,
1: <laughs> Bill Green, yes, Bill Green. She I just Since CeCe's not here, Bill, I have to tell you, she's still after this uh, Ruderman autographed hat or whatever it was that she wanted. You know what it is. You need to get it to her. CeCe, of course, isn't here today because she was busy yesterday getting sunburned over at the uh, uh, Country Fest, the Kicks Country Fest at the Charlotte County Fairgrounds, and they had a lot of country bands there and, and whatnot, and uh, so that's why she's not here. Now, Rob... Uh, Carol Wicks and uh, some other people put some posts around the internet and kind of fired up people a little bit about this uh, Hildebrand Jewelers uh, Driver of the Year program. And uh, uh, I'll tell you, we had uh, a bunch of people send us emails, and just some of these I'm going to go through here. Uh, somebody uh, said we should pay attention to Eddie Lentz in the Gladiators, and I do believe that's at Ocala Speedway. Uh, a number of people talked about Chris Loney uh, from uh, Charlotte County. We got a bunch of emails from about Chris Loney and uh, said last year he raced half the season and uh, and he just quit after a while. He couldn't. He, he gave up. He couldn't get the car going right, and uh, uh, he's had a rough time of it. But he keeps on going at it. And he's back out there this year. He's trying to get it done and. Uh, um, He's had some success, but a lot of people sent us emails about him. We got emails about uh, Legends driver Josh uh, Williams. For uh, sure. Uh, Rich Pratt of Ocala Speedway. Um, Aaron Williamson, driver of the number 13 Sportsman. He races all over the place. Um, Jeremy uh, Colangelo, driver of the number 5 Super Late model. He races mostly uh, fast car events. Uh, Frank Fister of the Mini Stocks, or Mini Cups, excuse me, Fast Mini Cups. Um, Someone sent us an email about him. Said he was the champion last year and one of the nicest all-around guys in the state of Florida. Uh, somebody sent us emails about Jason Fitzgerald, late model driver. Of course, he's been racing regularly over at Volusia. He also races at Ocala and, and anywhere there's a big dirt race. Uh, Jason Davis, also from uh, Volusia. Uh, Robbie Jochem. Someone sent us an email about Robbie. Said not only is this a man an excellent race car driver, he is a good friend to many and a super person. Um, of course, he has raced and won at most every track in the state, and uh, wins clean. That was from Nathan. And uh, fast car modified driver, Bill Wild Bill Gunn, I think that came from uh, the Rex man, right? But The Bone Man Rex. Bone Man, yep. yes. And uh, Charles Howard, uh, driver, uh, Charles Howard Jr., driver of the 7H uh, Ocala V8 Thunderstock, Daniel Webster, uh, who did uh, he won? Oh,
2: good choice! Orange
1: Blossom, and uh, also uh, I think he ran and, and had a good run at Auburndale the very next night. And then somebody sent anything about Hunt, Ryan hunter Ray, of course, uh, who was on our show as we said just uh, not too long ago.
3: Well, I'll tell you, if, if Daniel Webster isn't our winner this month, he's going to be the winner before the end of the year. I'll guarantee you.
2: He should be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I think what we're going to do here is take a very quick break. We're going to tally up the results. And Carol has some. Well, before we do that, Carol has some, too. I do
2: want to stress again to please don't put your votes on the message boards. Send them to feedback at com. Thank you.
3: And Let me explain why real quick. Because as soon as you put it on there, any person that doesn't like that person automatically thinks that it's their opportunity. You're right to put down their opinion about what they think about that person, and that's not what we want. That's right. So send it to feedback real racing USA
2: and leave off the G on racing dot com dot com. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to take a
1: break, and if everything works fine, we're going to be back with the driver of the month for March. The Hildebrand Jewelers. I can hardly
2: hardly wait. Good.
1: It's not November, and that's for damn sure. It's a very, it was a very hot April day yesterday, and a windy April day today.
2: And tomorrow's going to be a November day.
1: Yeah, maybe it could be. But anyway, as promised, we're back with uh, you there, Rob. I'm here. All right, we want, yeah. <laughs> we wanted to make sure we had him hooked up. So, uh, you know, we went through all the stuff here, and uh, Carol go ahead and talk about this guy that we're going to introduce here in just a second as the winner and go. Okay.
2: well Derek Horton happens to be a friend of mine he's a racer down at Charlotte County Motorsports Park Derek is a very very useful helpful person at our track he I don't think he's ever come to the microphone without promoting breast cancer research and things that are really of importance he arranged a collection for a little child that was beaten almost to death and got thousands of dollars within a day he was challenged to race in a um figure eight race they put a bounty on him and the son of a gun won in a four-cylinder car derek is always there for the track and um are you on there derek Yes I am. Have I made your head swell enough? No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Inside Florida Racing.
1: Yeah, and you are our Hilderbrand Jewelers. Inside Florida Racing.
2: Driver of the month. For March. Wow. For March.
9: I'm I'm ecstatic. For a uh local backbone backbone driver to do that. It it means a lot to me.
2: Well, uh, you're a very special person. You're a great race driver, and um, you certainly do deserve it. Yeah,
1: well, that's cool. Now, what's the deal? What's the latest? Are you in the wind out there he, where you he's are? He's in the wind. Are you in the wind somewhere?
9: Uh, yeah, I'm actually, I'm heading inside now. I was outside working on a race car, in fact.
1: Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little windy out there. Let me ask you, tell us about, like, this past month, Tell us about the racing that you did this past month in the various classes that you raced in.
9: Um, well, my main class is the uh, the Pro Fours. Um, I won uh, two features on that this year, I believe, going up against uh, a couple of the big leagues and stuff. Um, the other one, like, I think I got two win- either one or two wins in the Run With You Brung Figure 8, which is my favorite. I love getting out there with the little four-cylinder and, and putting it to the V8s. Uh, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, like Carol was saying this last one, they had a bounty out on me, and we had a guy out of Miami try to take me out twice, uh, spun me out twice, and uh, I still come back and beat him in one. So that that's probably my favorite one.
1: Yeah, so now you're still the, the top guy to beat there in, in the, what in those figure eights?
9: Um, well, Jeff Firestein's coming back this month. talked to him last, uh, two weeks ago. He's coming back this month. Me and him usually have a really good battle going on. <laughs> if, if I win, he's usually second. If he wins, I'm second. Well, you can tell him that this year that you got
3: the driver of the month already and he needs to get busy because he got it one month last year.
2: He was the first yeah, one, I, I believe, I'm wasn't he? Tell
9: him he's got to step it up and get back in the figure your eight deal. <laughs> So uh how are you doing health wise? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm getting um doing a lot of exercising, um, doing what the doctors are telling me. Except for when they uh, tell you not to race. <laughs> they haven't told me that yet. <laughs> uh, I got their permission to get back in the car and they they say everything's good so far, so um I just keep doing what they tell me.
1: That's cool. Well, that's man.
9: great. Well congratulations for being uh, uh
3: inside Florida racing uh, real race in USA. Yeah, driver yeah. of the month. Hildebrand Hildebrand,
2: Hildebrand Jewelers. All right. Yay Derek. Alright, Derek. <laughs>
3: so oh, I really
2: And it's we're uh running
3: Derek for the driver of the year and um
9: uh, I hope you got a chance to look at that ring. It looks like a Super Bowl ring. I'll tell
1: you, oh, you, yeah, you yeah. know uh um,
9: ready, you know. I'm just just to get the driver of the month. I mean like I said, for a backbone driver up against like the late models, the United uh dirt late models. Um, for a guy in a four cylinder out there week in and week out, it means the world to me. All right, you deserve it. Congratulations. All right. I appreciate it greatly.
1: All right, man. You go. Uh, go Good get night, me. Derek. Thank you for go, being on. Go work on that car, man.
9: Oh, yeah. Well, I had a wreck Saturday, so I got to get it back together now. All now, right. even more than ever, because I got to be out there this weekend.
1: Yes, sir. All right. Talk to you soon.
9: Hey, Derek, are you uh, going to go to this yeah. 100 lap mini stock race? Uh, I wanted to. Um, but right now it looks like finances aren't gonna let me get the tires. And uh, I also so I'm a uh, points leader in the Pro Fours and we have a points race that night.
1: Gotcha man. So
9: I would if I took off to go up there I would actually lose the points uh lead in my main division.
1: All right. All right, we'll talk to you soon, man. Congratulations. All right.
9: I greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys. All right. All right. All right.
1: Thank you. And you know, uh, Rob, um uh, Somebody had said to me uh, last week that there were some people who felt that uh, you know uh, drivers that race in the like uh, lower what are quote unquote lower classes uh, don't have a chance uh, to win uh, anything in this deal because it always gets to the the late models the super late models and all that. Well, if you look at if you go on to to dot com and look at who uh, who were the monthly winners last year. It was a pretty good mix between dirt racers, asphalt racers, uh, you know, the the, the regular guys The regular guys and the big guys. It was a pretty much a big mixture because you know, that's just the way it works out. I mean, we didn't try to make it that way. That's just the way it tends to work out because you know, and and, then, and like this month it was very difficult. There was a lot of really really good uh Uh, drivers who really performed well throughout the month. It was not not all that... uh, I mean, Mark Whitener was another one uh, who, you know, Mark Whitener, uh, uh, Jason Fitzgerald. There was a lot of top-shelf, you know, top guys, you know.
2: It's really hard to pick from my drivers. But it's
1: very difficult. uh, But we felt that this man, young man, uh, deserved this award. I mean, he's gone through a hell of a lot of an ordeal to even be out there racing. Most people and many people in his situation wouldn't even be anywhere near a race car, they'd be doing off uh, doing something different, that's for sure. But he was in a wheelchair at the track doing work for the Avery baby. Exactly, so. Okay, man, we're gonna take a break and we come back with uh what we got we got uh we got coming up after the break we got our, our karting segment with Vinny Crawford. As I said earlier today, Vinny's done us it all. He is the head tech official for the Florida Karting uh championship series he is the head tech official for the Tri-City Kart Club, the the, uh, the South Florida Karting Association. He also fills in with the uh, CCMP uh, Karting Series, and he gives weddings uh, on Sundays. Hey. No, that's not true. He's a race car driver, too. He, yeah, and he's oh, a race car were. driver. Yeah, sure. The part about the weddings isn't really true. We that's just crazy. made that up. I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you.
5: Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website, or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy Flash animation, Carnac gets it done. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper-Upper. Mr. Movie
10: Theater.
5: Truly the long arm of the law at the movie theater. You and a velvet rope are all that keep the huddled masses from a free flick.
10: You're the man
5: Ever vigilant, you boldly demand to see our stuff. Getting a little personal, don't you think?
7: Can I see the stuff?
5: Who's the guy in the military-style uniform that would make any third-world dictator proud? Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper-Upper, that's him. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Stubmaster, because you really tear it up.
7: Mr.
5: Movie Theater Ticket Ripper-Upper. Bud Light Beer, of Bush, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Hi, I'm Tyler Ivey, driver of the number 47 car, and you're listening to Real Racing USA.
1: Uh welcome back to uh this edition, April sixth, two thousand and nine. And uh Carol Wicks is sitting over here uh, in the studio making really strange uh <laughs> gestures. I don't know quite that what that one meant, but uh I don't mean it's either. time to turn this thing over to Rob uh, Bonehead Elting and his carding segment.
3: Yes folks, um thanks for listening and tuning in, obviously. This is our carding segment again of which I try to get uh a good guest to come on and uh when I realized I had the opportunity to have Vinny Crawford come on, uh his name actually has come up many times and me talking about uh mentors that I've had in uh racing over the years. Um Vinny, how you doing?
0: Hey, how you doing, Rob?
3: Man, I'm um, doing great. Can uh, I hear that.
0: I heard that all the I'm listening.
3: Yeah, I mean you're you're on uh inside Florida racing and it goes out to the world, you know. It's it's amazing, Vinny, when you really think back to how life goes full full circle i remember when, when nobody even had a computer inside their house and i remember uh when we were racing go-karts then uh, Vinny used to build my motors on my car he used to spend a lot of time over at his house and then i'd be calling him on the phone and his wife would say uh he's on the computer and i'd be like he's on the computer what are you talking about he's on the computer i go over to his house he's on the computer playing some uh, what would be primitive racing game today and uh now today to see what's going on with the computer uh what do you think about that
0: benny hey things have come a long way we now have computers on the carts never mind just at home now, it's yeah. been a long time man
3: so um you're still um up to the same old stuff um being a uh a tech official uh with the karting and um still involved in racing your son still races right
0: yeah, oh, Vinny, Vince got fat, but uh, he's having a ball. We got him in the champ cart, you know, squeezed him, I should say. He's in. <laughs> well, you know, he's at that, that weight where no matter what class we get in, we're a little overweight, so we have to work on it a little harder, but we get it. We you know, we get it up front. Other than that, uh, same old stuff, doing the same teching at, like you said, uh, Florida Champ Series and. Uh, uh, all the other different series that I do and I have a good time doing it, you know, and everybody knows me and I'm fair with everybody and I don't I'm not involved with any uh uh anyone in particular and uh they know I take a fair uh look at everything and they're happy with it.
3: Yeah, that's one thing uh I know that I always found um I've talked about before about you know when somebody wants to get involved in racing, you know, you try to find somebody and try to listen to that one person and Listen to what they've got to say, and um, Vinny, you remember when I started racing? Don't oh
0: yeah, oh yeah, it's been a long time.
3: It was a long time ago, but at the time that I started racing was in carts, and uh, I have very fond memories of the uh, Golf Coast Car Club out there in Sarasota right. when it was there by the uh, by the airport. airport. Yeah, um, and the information that I gained from this man that we're talking to here was very, very valuable. Thank you. It turned out, also, Vinny, not only in karting, but you remember when I got into racing cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. funny, I, I remember the, when I first got my street stock, uh, I had never raced uh, a car before. So, right. But Vinny being my mentor with the carts at the time. We spent a lot of time together when I we ran the twin engine go karts and uh Ooh, Yeah. <laughs> remember when I got that street stock, I was like, benny you gotta come to the racetrack. You remember that first day off in the racetrack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it wasn't pretty. And you know things
0: haven't changed a lot since then. <laughs> Not since then. No it hasn't.
3: No it hasn't. no, actually uh I've learned a lot over racing and uh you know the the karting that, uh, that that we did together and the things that you taught me and the the interesting rides that we had going to these karting things um, have always been instilled in my mind and it's funny that you know like I said it things come full circle and it's oh yeah it, it is really great to have you on the show and let's get oh, back you. to why I've got you on here is okay. that um um are you are you uh Still able to travel around to all these different uh, race tracks and stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, it's was like the first race of the series, the Florida uh, series. This time was in Homestead. I was there. The second race uh, uh, a week ago was uh, up at Ocala. I was there. The next one's going to be at uh, Jacksonville. I will be there. Yeah, I, I get around. I don't do a lot of the on-road stuff much anymore. Well, you know, the economy and the gas prices isn't helping either. But uh, the cars are still here. And they're sitting in the garage. They're ready to go. But we just haven't got up the the, the time to do it because I, I'm so busy doing the other stuff. And uh, they got me going from one end of Florida to the other. I don't mind. I do it. You know, I, I, I get around. And uh, Vince wants to do some local racing and... Uh, we decided to, on the Champ Kart with the Florida uh, with the Desoto Champ Car Club, and that's how we got started with it. And we're still having fun. We're still doing it. We're still doing tech, and attack everywhere. And I'm up to doing uh, the same old stuff, different day, different year.
3: Hey, Vinny, that Desoto Champ Car series is just an awesome series. You know, any time that I've ever been to the racetrack and, and seen them. Um, it is really, you know, something to watch, and I've always encouraged other people. I remember telling Jack about it, and then after he saw it, he said the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's really close to the old uh, modified racing like you used to do back yeah, in the day. Right?
0: the modified, you got it. You know, and like we're, we were down at uh, uh, DeSoto, not DeSoto, but um, CCMP, you know, a few weeks ago, 26 carts. 26, know, that's a lot.
3: Yeah, and you know that Bobby Deal? Now, he's another one that you'll probably remember. Oh, yeah. Go-karts from
0: back from Oh, yeah, definitely. Bobby's a good guy. A <laughs> really good guy.
3: Yeah, and he's he's come around, too. There you go, full circle again. Full you know, circle. Full he's circle. He's right into uh, having his own karting experience there, and uh, they're growing and getting bigger, and um, he's learned a lot in being a track owner. And Yeah. Um, Vinny... Um, What's what's next uh, uh, for you? Uh, are you going to continue to do this until you just can't do it anymore?
0: I guess so, until they put one foot in the grave and drag the other one down with it, too. You know, I'm going to keep doing it.
3: How old are you now?
0: Oh, we're in the seven, six, late 60s. Late 60s? <laughs> yeah, 68, okay. 68. 68. Oh,
3: yeah, Benny, all that says is that I'm right, getting old with you.
0: <laughs> That's for
3: sure. I'm 42 years old. Yeah, I do have a son now that's uh 17 months old, little Robbie Jr. That uh
0: Uh-oh.
3: I yeah, we'll be talking.
0: Yeah. yeah, we'll be
3: talking soon in a few yeah. years again.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Things coming full circle. Full circle. <laughs> yeah, I still got my uh my car, my late model and uh raced it occasionally and have just recently uh been talking with the V8 stock car guys and switching it over to mm-hmm. um to run it at the uh at Seabring and uh moroso
0: oh right there you go they
3: run a roebling road they run in uh yeah quite a few places that all them tracks we used to run at and you know i always wanted to do that and i've never got a chance to do it but yeah you know
0: I'm looking
3: that's... forward to do that um yeah how about your uh grandkids any of them racing
0: uh i my granddaughter ashley decided she wanted to do it and then didn't really have much interest in it because, you know, she does uh, gymnastics. So she tried it, and I don't know if she liked it or not. She, she says she wants to do it. But when we get her out there, uh, something always goes wrong. She changed her mind, you know. It's a woman thing. I don't know, I guess. <laughs>
3: so, Vinny, let's talk a little bit about cheating real quick. Uh, okay. People still cheat.
0: trying to cheat? Uh, we won't accuse anybody of cheating.
3: Well, you know, let's say push <laughs> the push it. Push it, push it the, the rule book. They push the rule book, yeah.
0: Well, you know, the biggest uh, uh, rulebook pushers, let me put it this way, that we find, or I find, is in the kid cart class. The kid cart <laughs> class, I know. They're supposed to take them out of the box, put them on the track, guess and all in, and race. That was the intent of the kid carts, right? But no, you know, Dad, got to make the kid go fast. So the, the, the few things I find on it, is uh timing they try to stretch the timing they try to uh work on the clutch they try to uh cover up their the air vents on the on the cover so that's the one thing they found out you got to get them hot okay so they got they try to cover up the the air vents on on the 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 cool starter cover to keep heat in right uh, gas is not, big, not much of a problem because they got they got to use regular gas uh they should use regular letters, put it that way, because the high-octane racing gas doesn't do them any good. They haven't got that much compression, okay? But uh, other than that, uh, that's the kid cart. And the other classes is typical, you know, and it's usually not by intent. I really, whatever I find is not so much intent, it's more mistakes are overlooked. Like the Ocala race uh, last week, I had a DQ, two of them. One was for CCs, and... And not the kid card, no a Yamaha class. And uh what it is was mainly uh, carbon build up. They don't pay attention, they're not paying attention to the card. And the other one was in the uh, uh HPV class. The other thing is again they're not paying attention because you know there's a fixed length on the on the flex and they uh not paying attention and it after running for a while it'll shorten itself up. Sure enough, you know, so that was a two. Other than that um, you know, they have uh, uh, the typical with the gas. We've got the gas meter that checks them. And they're, they're, the, the gas is uh, is fixed at the track, so they've got to use that gas and that oil. So I really haven't had much of a problem on gas lately, except for the local race, sometimes on a new driver that comes in that really doesn't know about the gas problem. They'll go to the local station, buy gas, come to the race, get checked, and found illegal. Well, I just bought this at the gas station. There's your problem, because the gas station now they're putting additives in the gas that makes it won't pass our meter. Hmm. That, that was, that's the only thing. And and you know you know the other new classes they got the TAC classes and the Rotax classes and the Easy Car classes, right? Because you've been away from the carting for a while.
3: Yeah, there's so many of them. Oh, they're different motors yeah, now.
0: There's so many on. You know they they got to use like 98 octane. One class, another uh, class uses 100 octane, but they still have to use the same oil. They all have to use the same oil, and the tracks that we race at have the gas available that, that runs the series. Now, like DeSoto don't have the gas that we can buy, you know, or, uh, Bradenton don't have the gas that we can buy, but uh, on the series, you know, on the, uh, they have uh, the gas and oil that we got to use.
3: All right, well, you know, for you folks out there that, uh, Get your motors done all up to the very limit to what they're supposed to be. Just remember, when he talks about carbon buildup, every now and then you got to pop that baby apart and clean it, get that carbon out of it, and yep. then it won't, in that case, uh, CC too little, I'm sure. Yes. Um, you know, it's interesting, I asked uh, Greg the other day from CCMP about the 100cc class, and Said that there is some still out there, and uh, I just—it's amazing to me why they come up with all these different motors. It's just like in car racing—they come up with too many different classes to ruin everything. In go kart racing, you got five different, more than five different motors. Right, ten different motors. that you can yeah. around.
0: Well, you know what I see is happening now with the Yamahas. Remember the old McCullough days? Right. When the Yamahas took over the McCullough? that's why I see it's happening now slowly. Why the Yamahas fading out. Is you got the Rotax, which is a self-start. You got Easy Cart, which is self-start. You have all these other engines now that are self-start, which means you only need the, you only need the driver. You, our days, you need a driver. You need a starter to go up there. You got to get it started. Now they just sit in the cart, hit the button, and away way to go.
3: Let me ask you something, Benny. Um, all these different motor classes that they come up with, just as just as the Yamaha class was made to be a box stock class, but there was still Things that could be done to blueprint the motor is the same thing still happen today with each and every one of the motors that have come out.
0: Okay, On, in that respect, Rotax, they're a sealed engine. They're built by only those shops that are mo- that are uh, modified, not modified, but a licensed. But that way, licensed to rebuild those engines and reseal them. EasyCart is the same way, except. Now that the new series of engines are coming in from Italy, they don't have a seal on them, which is going to create a problem because that guys that have the older engines, are sealed, which also has to be done by a certified shop, has seals. These new engines come in, don't have seals, and they're already complaining about it. We had one there just, uh, two weeks ago. And so what are,
3: you, are you going to take the head off of them and look at them and seal them up? Well,
0: uh, well, here's what uh, I had to do. We had to take the head off, take the cylinder off, and just take a look to make sure that nothing's been done to it. No porting, no polishing, you know. It's got to be as it's sold from EasyCard. You know, and like I said, now the problem is they come, they're not sealed. So now what do we do? You know, and, and they really haven't gotten all the rules and, and stuff yet for the new engines. Okay, but... uh other than that, I don't know what we're gonna do about the easy carts. But Rotex is fine, they're good, you know, and uh we have all we got Micromax, which is Rotex, got Minimax which is Rotex, and we got the senior Max, you know. They're all different uh engines and they're all sealed. Those are done by one one place, one shop or certified shops around in different areas, but they're all done by them and they're fine. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Too many motors.
3: Too many things man, going
0: on there, sounds too, like being, yeah. it sounds like to me, and keep busy. Yeah, too many motors. You know? I'll give you another one. There's a new engine. I don't know where, they, where they're going to run it yet. Uh, there's called an ARC engine. It's a 100cc water-cooled engine, which is supposed to run with a Yamaha. Right. Now, if I sit there in starting grid with a water-cooled engine, sitting next to a Yamaha engine, which is not water-cooled, you know, what is that guy going to say? You know, even though it's supposed to be a 100 cc. The interesting part about that is that Yamaha parts will fit in this engine. It's made in Australia. Huh. Yeah. You know, it's legal in road race. It's not legal in manufacturer's car. So, yeah, there you go. That's, that's another interesting point of... Um, Engines are coming in. They make they make classes for them or put them in different places, you know. And uh, it's not a cheap engine. It's more than the Yamaha.
3: Benny, you still got your
0: two hundred and fifty cc
3: go lay down go kart?
0: I knew you would bring that up. I just I just traded it off. I finally got, got rid, of, rid of, it? of it. Are you kidding me? I know. I know. Everybody keeps asking the same thing. Wow! I, I just got rid of it about two weeks ago. Well, it's been sitting here. I really haven't been going anywhere to run it, and it's been sitting here gathering dust. Well, what am I going to do with it? And this guy made me an offer, and I to, ended up with that ARC motor. Oh, matter of
3: right. Oh, so yeah. now you can get all up on it. Folks, what we're talking about, he had a, a lay-down uh, 250cc real supercar. In my days, I ran a supercar. It was a sit-up class with a twin, you know, 100cc on each side. This is a two hundred and fifty cc twin cylinder Rotex that um he's gotten he used to have a camera and he would film. He'd go to these big Caladega or all these racetracks and he'd run this thing around these racetracks and uh it was amazing to see uh you know uh video shots from that close to the ground and uh Actually, there's probably some video. Benny's probably got some video of me from the back then. He used to film on his sit up cart. Yeah, wow. I
0: probably do. <laughs> and I, I still have all those tapes, too. You yeah, <laughs> got it all. Yes, I do.
3: Well, Benny, it was really good talking to you. You know, I'm, I'm getting the red light all the way here in at, at okay. Tampa from them in, in, uh, in uh, North Forth that uh, we've got to go, you know. And um, I'll be talking to you again. Like I said, you know, 17 month old son, he's not going to be long. And uh, Right. We'll be looking for a cart there, but uh, really good to talk to you, Vinny Crawford. Uh, anything you want to say before you go?
0: Yes, uh, the racing is getting pretty good. You know, it, it seems like it's not, but like uh, the last couple of races, we've had uh, 204 at Homestead, 245 at Ocala. It seems to be just getting bigger. So we're, we're pretty good. You know, we're running pretty good. Everybody's happy so far. You know, and uh, they're coming out. They're really coming out.
3: Yeah. I, I think, do you think with the economy that things are going to continue to get better? It looks like it has started to get better.
0: It looks that way because we had a, a conversation about that this past weekend again at Ocala. You know, and we're wondering that with the economy the way it is, we've had the biggest turnout in the beginning of the season as, we, as we've ever had in the past years, The biggest turnout. So we don't know what's happening or how it's happening, but we're not questioning it. We just welcome it and hope it continues.
3: All right. I appreciate it, Benny. Thanks for your time.
0: Okay. See ya.
3: All right. Um, here we go. Um, we've got karting news this week. Uh, Florida Karting Championship Series held their second race at Ocala. Uh Yielded a series record, 245 entries for 180 different drivers. A few yep. winners from the two days included Colin Warren, Easy Kart 60, yep. Colin Alexander, and Rotax Minimax, Eddie Kish, and Road Tech, Sr., Ashley Ruggiero and Yamaha Sportsman, Jacob Duvall and Tag Jr., Nick Neary and Yamaha Jr., Andrew Evans and Briggs Jr. Medium, Jose Zanella and Tag, and Tyler Shule and Shifter Karts. Uh, to see a complete list of all the winners, please see uh, flwkasprintseries.com. Uh, the DeSoto Champ Cart Series race at Auburndale Speedway this past Saturday night, J.D. Corden collected the win, followed by Robin Pope Jr., and, uh, Brian Scherer was in third. Uh, you can check out their website at com. And the new Florida Champ Cart League will sanction its second race in 2009 this Saturday, Dirt Devil Speedway. Uh, that's just north of Tampa on Highway 52. For directions to the track, go to DirtDevils.com.
1: Hey, Rob, guess what? Oh, coming, appreciate Rob, Rob calling, coming right up here. We got, uh, the, uh, Marquis, uh, do uh, Monroe. That is uh Rusty Marcus, one of the uh more entertaining uh promoters in the uh, oh, yeah. in, time. in uh, the south. He's no longer in Florida, but he uh, certainly has his Florida connections uh firmly in place and we're going to talk to Rusty when we come right back. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Back to inside Florida racing, I'll tell you, Carol. It really does help to have earphones in uh, uh, this kind of situation. It helps to have earphones that have a uh, volume control on it. Huh?
2: Yeah. Uh, Oh! Oh! Look! How I hear? Do I hear? Oh! I think I hear.
1: That is the Marquis du Monroe.
2: That's my rusty. Hey, baby, what's going on?
11: What's happening?
2: (laughs) How's the bells? How's the bells?
3: But I, uh, I tell him to speak up all the time.
2: <laughs> hey, Rusty. Hey, did you bring, bring those bells up there with you?
11: You know what? I haven't pulled them out of storage yet because it's been
2: cold. I ain't going there. And they, and
11: they, need, to, they need to come and, and, and get a little bit <laughs> of a sun can on them down in Florida.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, you guys kept getting snowed out up there in uh, Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, every other time a week you turn around, you're being snowed out here in April. Now, what, what's. Well, going-
11: you know what? You know what? It hasn't snowed in Monroe. It's snowed to the south of us, but it hasn't snowed in Monroe. So we're we're good on that part.
1: I got gotcha. you. So how's it going up there, man? What's the. Do- well, it was this-
11: good. In fact, uh, Chuck Rush with Crash Rama's up here with me right now. We're, oh, we're that's getting right. ready to put a Crash rama on at Monroe to see how that's going to go over. Um.
1: Yeah, he already had his kind words for me. Do what? I said he already had his kind words for me.
11: <laughs> yeah, but we won't mention that on the radio. <laughs> but our our uh, we've we've gotten into our season pretty good up here. Uh, this weekend we had probably twenty three, twenty four hundred people at the racetrack. So you know, if I was still in Orlando, I'd be tickled to death. But we're a little bit more out of here. Um, our car counts are, are slowly coming up. Uh, we went, we went uh, wheel and all American NASCAR sanctioning. I mean, we've got we got all kinds of good things going on. We're bringing the uh, uh, the SUPR Super Dirt Late Models to the to the hard surface for the first time. So we're we're really excited about some of the things that are coming up up here.
1: And you also, you have the best damn website in the South.
11: Oh, absolutely, and it it's powered by
2: <laughs> Cardac. How modest oh. are we? <laughs>
11: <laughs> and we're and, and and the website's still being worked on. So if you go to it, it's Row Motorspeedway. dot com, and uh, we're still doing some work to it. We're still trying to figure out how to get pictures put on it, but it, it's a work in progress. Yeah, there you go. But uh, you know, Rome wouldn't build in a day. But you know, we're we're trying. We're trying up here.
1: So what's the difference? What are some of the differences that you have noticed? Uh, now that you've been there for a few races, you got your feet wet with all that. What well, What are some of the differences that you see between racing in uh, Louisiana and racing in Florida?
11: Um, different faces. That's about it. I mean, the, the same problems that are happening in Florida are happening up here. I mean, you know, you always get your rules issues. Um, cheaters, you mean? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't say cheaters. I said rules issues. You know, sometimes they're not. They're not as I don't want to ever use the word cheater. That's a little bit harsh. Somebody
3: but, else did uh, that tonight on the show. They didn't want
11: to say cheater. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why can't you guys just say what you mean, huh? Ah. Uh,
11: but uh, no, we're 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 it's a it's a lot of the same that that's happening in Florida. We're trying to get things changed around a little bit and make things run a little <laughs> bit better. Oh, that was Chuck Rush, by the way.
1: I understand that. <laughs>
11: if you heard that.
1: Oh, yeah. Loud and clear.
11: <laughs> and we're going 80 miles an hour on a Dodge Caliber down the Interstate 20 trying to get back to Monroe. We just got done with the uh, radio show over at ESPN Radio. Uh, now we're heading back over to Monroe. Uh,
1: hold on. I'm making a call here to the Louisiana State Police. Which <laughs> road are you on?
11: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, no, I mean, uh, the area up here, the people are very nice. I mean, it's it's, it's a different it's a different atmosphere. Um the, fir- the first night, it was absolutely a terror. I thought the show went pretty well, and uh, we had the spotters for the late models up on the tower, and I happened to go up to the tower to pick up some paperwork. And one of the guys says, you just lost every one of your late models. I'm like, how's that? And before he would answer me he says, You need to go back where you came from and I'm thinking, And, well,
7: it's, down yeah. down. and
11: it's like, Well that could be arranged, but what's the problem? <laughs> and as it turned out, I mean it was it was a ugly hour and a half, but we got it all squared away and, and everything got taken care of and it was just over a little screwy thing with the rules and with it it's all done and over with and we're moving on and our, our league model division is, is really growing. In fact we we've, we've uh, probably more than doubled it from last year. What was here at Monroe, uh, as you know, Monroe just got uh, started mid-season last year, so it's a, it's a growing track, and we're having growing pains, and we're trying to get her up and going.
1: Well, it's a beautiful. How, how long has the track been there? Been built?
11: Uh, the track was just finished uh, about June of last year. Well, and it's a 3 8 It's a 3 mile concrete surface. Uh, we've got seating for thirty-nine hundred. Uh, we have a $700,000 suite building over in turn one for, for uh, corporate suites and whatnot. Uh, wow. And it, it's a beautiful facility. It still needs a lot of work done to it. Now, we are bringing the CRA super late models in, which I know a few of the Florida cars are coming up, too. So if you get a chance, come on up and see that. We've got an ASA televised race coming up, and we're bringing the USAC bidgets uh, in.
1: Yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, the CRA ran this uh, past weekend at uh, in Georgia. And uh, there was, uh, let's see, we had uh, uh, Justin Draughty is a name uh, well known to to Florida race fans. He was in that oh, race, right. and uh, um, he was the only one that raced in that particular race that was is strictly a...
11: Yeah, a, Jeremy Jeremy Colangelo has told me that he'll be up here. Cool. Uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna come oh. up and run. Of course, you know we're just south of uh, Arkansas here. We're right up on the Arkansas border. And you know who lives in Arkansas?
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, talk about that.
11: Yeah, and so you know we're we're really excited about this year. You know we're having our we're absolutely having our growing pains, but uh, you know we're we're staying steady with it and going after it. And you know we got a great crew up here, and I invite anybody down there if they ever come shooting across Interstate 20 in between Jackson, Mississippi, and Shreveport, Louisiana, or right directly in between, right on the interstate.
0: Yeah. Right the pl-
11: casino. No, I'm just well, you know what we're we're about we're about an hour away from the casino in Vicksburg, um, and then there's some casinos over in in Shreveport. I haven't been to them, but I hear they're there.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're looking at coming out there maybe later in the year. Um, looking at maybe taking a road trip that way. I think it'd be fun, good man. Deal. The track looks we beautiful. Want you, we
11: want you to come out here. We want you to see what's going on, and and don't think for a minute that I've. Forget about my Florida roots because that will never happen. Uh, and, we won't uh, let you. down there in, in February with the Winter Nationals, uh, running the Winter Nationals at Orlando for Robert Hart. Um, after we were done with that, he invited me to come back next year and run the Winter Nationals again, which I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'll do.
7: Good. Um,
11: and there's always going to be a connection between uh, Fast Car and Monroe as long as I'm here. And, well, you know, because uh, we had a lot of really good years together.
1: Well, and you have to, you have to give uh, your buddy uh, Rick Bristol some advice from time to time.
11: Oh, I don't know if I should give advice. <laughs> my advice is, and I know a lot of people don't agree with this, take that track to Saturday night. Well, there you go. That's my, that's my advice for Orlando Speed World, and then watch that old girl smoke because she absolutely will.
1: And it wouldn't hurt. You don't think it would hurt New Smyrna that that much, huh?
11: I don't think it would hurt New Smyrna in the least. In fact, I don't know that it would hurt any other track. The only track that it could possibly hurt would be Auburndale, and I don't know that it would hurt Auburndale because the people that go to Auburndale like Auburndale. The people that go to New Smyrna, they're not They, they like New Smyrna. They like the half mile. Got it. Yep. Um Orlando, you know what she is. I mean, she's a great track. She's a racy track. She's a beautiful track. If that track went to Saturday night, people didn't. And, and anybody can fight with me as much as they want to and tell me, you know, how oh, now it's not the traffic, bullfrogs, it's and um, oh, what is that? Uh, you know, we we the traffic is horrible in Orlando, and you know, like when we when we would put on the big shows, it was hard for me because they have full time jobs; they can't make it to the racetrack. <clears throat> not everybody can can take a day off. To, to come right. Uh, and I just know that if Orlando Speed World went to Saturday night, that that track would absolutely hit a home run and go.
1: I'll tell you, I I, I absolutely agree with you, and I and I had my own experience one time that uh, uh, I've said this before. It just proved to me without a doubt that that was a major major problem. I was at uh, I was over at uh, uh, Kissimmee. At the airport doing some uh-huh. uh, a photo shoot for an event that was going on there. They were doing a, uh, a stunt, uh, filming a stunt for a movie, and I was taking pictures for it. And I had to be at uh, Orlando Speed World for the uh, Goodyear Challenge race. It took me an hour and 15 minutes on Friday to get from Kissimmee across town to Bithlow, which was ridic- ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Right. I remember I got there, and I walked up, and the first thing I did was I found Terry Roberts in the pits, and uh, I said to him, now I understand exactly what the problem here is.
11: Yeah. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully Rick will have the influence on, and I don't even know if Rick feels this way or not, but hopefully he'll have the influence on Robert to get that done, because, and... and and uh, whoever it's true. that racetrack, I hope they can get it done, because I think that it will make that racetrack turn that corner and become a profitable track, because that track has been struggling. And I've said this before, my hat's off to Robert Hart, because he keeps that little track open. And, you know, it's it just, it's one of those deals where, you know, if anybody else owns that racetrack, it would be boarded up, and there would, might be a drag strip running but the stock car track would be gone.
1: That's right. And, uh, now, really Ocala, Ocala can run on Friday night. It's not a big deal because o- Ocala is not the, uh, the metropolitan area that is Orlando. Right. I, was, I was just remembering another time. Not, earlier this year, I was over at New Smyrna on a Friday, and I had to, uh, to go to Orlando, to, de- to the north side of Orlando, uh, on Friday about 5 o'clock uh, for a meeting. And again, it was so frustrating because on Friday, the rush hour traffic around Orlando—you might as well be in New York, right? So, okay,
11: we are agreed. Track that Orlando Speed World is—I mean, she's she's just she's just a great little track. And I know that if they will if they will take that leap of faith, do I think it's going to hurt New Smyrna? No, not at all. Because again, you got your people oh. that want to run that half-mile track. And and it's been proven. I mean, Orlando runs like when we did the winter series. There wasn't that many New Smyrna cars that came down there. They like the big track. That's what they're geared up for. That's what they want to do, you know. And and then the Orlando cars, they don't go to, to New Smyrna when Orlando's off or if Orlando's shut down for whatever reason. <clears throat>
7: Excuse okay. Me. <clears throat> okay.
11: Then, you know, everybody's doing their own thing. And and man, I just I just wish that little track could go to, to Saturday night because I think it would show its true colors. And just pop to life and surprise everybody.
1: Rusty, I just got a call. Uh, we just got a call from a, a listener who uh, wanted to know what effect it would have, or what would it do for the Legends program at Orlando if, in fact, it moved to Saturday night racing instead of uh, Friday night.
11: Well, here's what it would do. It would be
1: at first. You broke up. Broke up there. If, Say that again. Hey, hey Rusty, hang on a minute. You broke up there. Start that all over again.
11: Okay. What it what it would do? It would hurt at first. Then the Legends program is going to grow, and that's what six hundred wants the Legend program to do. Okay. Uh, right now, Orlando's not getting the Legend cars that they did last year because it moved to Friday night. Again, it's hard for them to get there. Now then, you put them on Saturday night. Yes, now then they're running at Auburndale on Saturday night and Orlando on Friday night. Nobody's getting the lion's share of the cars. They're, they're in that transition period. Okay, it's, a, it's going to be a rebuild process no matter what. Now then, if Orlando was to go to Saturday night, do I think that they would come back to Orlando? Um, and, and don't take this the wrong way. I'm not slamming Auburndale in any way, size, shape, or form. Orlando is a very fast track for the legend cars. They like that speed. Uh, The Bandoleros have that very safe Bandolero track down on the bottom. Yeah, they're going to migrate back down there towards it. How many racetracks are there in North Carolina that run Legends and Bandoleros up against each other? It can work.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll tell you one thing that would certainly happen that... uh... Um, if it went to Saturday, that doesn't happen now, is it would then be in the mix for the battle for the cars, like when you go to have a modified race, or you go to have a mini-stock race, or you go to have a truck race, or you go to have a, a, a late-model race. Um, now you're in the mix. If you're working Saturday nights, now you're in the mix to to, to have that competition for those drivers.
11: And and, and, and you know how you solve that? Tell, tell us. Everybody to put their ego away and work together. Okay, yeah. You want to have a truck race? Have a truck race. We won't have a truck race that night. As long as these tracks, and I can say this now because I'm 800 miles away, as long as these tracks keep butting their heads together, ain't nobody going to win. The egos need to be hung up in the closet and forgotten about. Get racing going, okay, and you will see the tracks do better, but you can't have two super late model races in the same night. It just doesn't Work, but unfortunately, the the egos get in the way, and it's like, well, I'm going to have more than you. No, I'm going to have more than you. Stop it! Let's get racing going where it needs to go, and get over this ego crap. We've been
3: preaching that. Easy. I, that's well, what I was just going to well, say. You
1: know as well as you know, you know as well as it's I do, happen. and all the rest of us that uh, that has been the problem, that has continued to be the problem, and and I, I don't think without change of ownerships, that's going to change.
11: I don't know. I don't understand what the whole reasoning is behind it. You know, and, and I'm not. I'm not shaming anybody. I'm not condemning anybody. But it just makes sense. You know, hey, work together. It doesn't matter if you like each other. Work together because it's going to benefit you. You would think it's benefit that track owner. Uh, you know, the first thing I did whenever I got up here, the, the closest track to me that that has anything to do with us is in Houston. It's six hours away. I called the owner of that track, and, and I told him, I said, okay, what can we do to work together? And, because he's got a big late model field down there. Well, he only runs once or twice a month. And I said, what can I do to help you? Because, you know, I want your cars to come to me, and I want to be able to. And he was doing a Speed Fest the second week that we were open. I scheduled my late models off the second week so that if they wanted to go to Houston for Speed Fest, they could go. Okay, now, as you know, we went we went uh, NASCAR, and we went All-American and all that stuff, so that cost us a great deal of money every week to put those shows on. I had to pay that fee, even though those cars weren't there that night, because that was the thing. But I wanted to respect what was going on in Houston, because I want these two tracks to work together. And, and that's how we're all going to survive. Now, you know, as long as everybody stays with the program, it'll work. But when one person jumps off the bandwagon and says watch this and you know the term mine's bigger we just we just got to get over that mentality
1: well couldn't agree more so uh what are some of the uh, other events coming up at your track here in uh, the next few months man
11: well we got the, the like i said the super dirt late models are coming up in uh 2 weeks uh that's a really big program up here that they're looking at possibly uh 30 cars showing up for uh the following weekend uh, the last weekend of this month is the crash rama which is our first one up here, um, and we're still trying to find cool buses and boats and camper trailers and all this stuff so we can crap this track up in no time. Um, we're, we've got the CRA super late models coming in, RJ, Scott, and the gang. Uh, we've got ASA coming in, ASA bringing a televised race here. And what I did was, like with CRA and ASA, I told them to enhance their purses because I need a catch for these drivers to come all the way out here. Uh, the ASA show, what we did was we agreed to televise it, which cost a lot of money to do, but we want to make sure that we have a good showing whenever we bring ASA Southeast in. And, you know, people come and go, hey, that was a great show. You know, we don't want, uh, 12 cars showing up. Um, and, and, and by the way, you know, super late model drivers, that orange blossom was way, way, way better than 17 cars. I was so disappointed whenever. I heard that it was just 17 cars coming to the Orange Blossom 100, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal race. Uh, and I wish that there had been more cars there for it. And I wish that I could have been there uh, for the Orange Blossom because you know it, it's such a great old race. And uh, I don't feel that it, that it got the justice that it deserved coming back. Uh, I mean, I heard it was a great race, and I'm and I'm and I'm glad Jeremy won it. I was tickled to death. I called him that night. and, Congratulated him because you know it was it's just it's history coming back to Florida.
1: Yep, um, you got it,
11: but but then but then uh, uh, as far as Monroe goes, then we've got the uh, uh, USAC coming in uh, with the midgets, and it looks like we're going to bring the uh, Ford Focus midgets in too, and probably have some midget wrestling that night. Uh, no, we're not going to have midget <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> that was good. Um, and then our last show of the season so far, of the of the regular season, is going to be another crash arama on Halloween night, which uh, up here, you know, of course, it's big, heavy hunting season and, and high school football and whatnot. And what I was trying to do is put together some things that would, would bring the guys out of the woods from hunting because they need to do something with the kids. So we put it on Halloween night because we we felt it would be a good mix. You know, hey, the guys could come in. They could get the trick-or-treating out of the way. They could see a good show and get back out to the woods. Uh, and then we're going to try a little uh, winter series up here uh, so that we got something to do during the winter. We should have had it this year, but I didn't know what the weather patterns were here. and I didn't know if we were going to be up to our butts in snow or, or what to expect whenever I got here. And uh, so... Uh, we didn't do a winter series, but this year we plan on doing a winter series. And, uh, it's just, I mean, we're excited about what's going on. We wish that, that, that we could get things to gel better than they are. But, uh, I mean, people are coming up to us on a weekly basis talking about how good the show is and, you know, uh, how, how excited they are about it. Uh, they also give us a lot of criticism because, you know, like, we're usually trying to be done by 11 o'clock. We got done at 1130. And, of course, you know, people said, that's too late. And I'm like, or, yeah, no kidding. But, uh... But it will it, it's all coming together and, and we're excited about two thousand and nine and Monroe Motor Speedway.
1: All right, man. Thanks a lot for spending some time with us here and uh
11: calling and call me sometime because you know I'm all lonely up
2: here. You know, it's it's like you know yeah. if you answered your Doug on phone hey, here it is. You'd no, know here, we
1: do. Here here it is. I'm well, gonna we'll give out this number right now. This is all you people. Give his
2: personal cell number. Here, here it is.
11: Exactly. <laughs> it stays right on the right on the head of the couch that I sleep on. <laughs> yeah, well. But, but thanks for having me on, and you guys have a great night.
2: Thanks. Rusty. Night, Rusty. I'll Thank you. you
11: all right. Bye bye now.
2: Bye bye.
1: All right. What do you think of that, Rob?
3: Well, sounds like they got stuff going on there.
1: That's a fact. Tell you what, we're going to talk to Joe Boyd. Joe Boyd was back in the winter circle at the Soto uh, Speedway this past weekend. We're going to talk to Joe here in just a minute. Be right back. <music>
2: Welcome back to Inside Florida Racing. I believe we have Joe Boyd on the phone? Joe, yeah. you there? Yeah. Congratulations, buddy. I knew it was coming. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, you've been doing some good driving this year. Yeah,
7: of
1: course, I appreciate that. Joe Boyd, winner of the Hoosier Elite uh, Late Model Series race at DeSoto Speedway this past weekend. Mm-hmm. How'd you get it done, Joe?
12: Yeah, we had a good car. I bought a brand-new Hampton car and uh, first time in it new progressive ford motor and uh everything really worked out good
2: great so um when are we going to see you again
12: uh we're going to go to i think back to Punta Gorda um, the end of the month and then probably back to Bradenton i may go to New Smyrna in a couple weeks and not made up her mind yet if we're going to be able to do it
2: you going to bring that same car down with you
12: yeah, I plan on bringing a new one, yeah. Oh,
2: that'll be exciting. So, so let's talk about this
1: race, man. You had, what, uh, 17 cars in the race, and uh, tell us how the race went. How did how did it go? I, I mean, where did you qualify at? Just tell us about the uh, the evening.
12: Yeah, um, we won. I mean, they run heat races there now. They don't qualify like they used to. So um, kind of you, you draw a pill for your starting position in the heat race, and uh, I think we started fourth or fifth in the heat race i'm not sure um won the heat race and then they have a little dash for cash um and uh we won that and then the features 75 lap feature and i guess the heat race depending on how you finish in it lines the rows up on how many they invert um not real sure how they done it but uh we started third row outside for the feature and um just rode for a little while and until we got some clear spots and took advantage of it and before we knew it i think it was around lap 40 we took the lead and pretty much had it from there how do you feel about the series joe i think it's great you know i don't mind uh you know there's it's bringing the car counts up for sure at the tracks Mm -hmm. um you know everybody had a little here and a little there of cars but uh now you know it seems like they're um getting better car counts with combining the you know the three classes together with each other
1: the three classes being uh, the super late slate models and
12: the a s a cars I believe is how they're doing the crate engine cars, yeah yeah they're uh, got a weight bracket for each one and carburetor rules and uh, left side rules and uh appears to be working out pretty good
1: that's cool there was some uh there were some good drivers in that race man you didn't there wasn't no slackers i mean you had uh Mm-mm. Marty Pierce, James Glover, Raymond uh, Lovelady, Brad Bischoff back at it. But uh, Scott Walters was racing in it. Anthony Campy, who's been uh, doing some stuff this year. And uh, uh, Steve Dorr was in it. I mean, there was a a good field of cars, man.
12: Yeah, yeah, they had a good turnout. Um, Definitely better than the last time. But, uh, you know, nobody really knew what was going on the first race, I believe. And uh, I I know I did it. Or I would have been there for the first one. But uh, didn't have any idea what kind of. What exactly was going on with the program? But um, I think everybody knows now, and uh, they're really spreading out. Got a lot of good contingency money, you know, for finishing positions and stuff, and a pretty decent looks like a end of the year points awards thing coming along. That's cool.
3: So, uh, how was the extreme bullet car?
12: Um, I didn't get to see it actually. I, I did see it in the drivers' meeting and take a look at it. Um, looked like a pretty uh, fancy piece. There, it's got a lot of a lot of wings on it uh, i guess an open rule on it i'm not real sure uh didn't really get to see it run though
3: what was what, what, what was it? Is it a late
12: model no it was an open wheel modified it looked like you know on 10 inch tires um i think they said it was built on a s10 chassis or something um with a crate motor 15,000 race ready i think is what they're going for and it looks like if they a
3: whole nother class I, is what you're telling me
12: that's what it looked like it was you know, I think that's what they're going to try to do with it, if they can uh, sell a few of the cars. But um, it was pretty neat. Who's doing that? Um, Fred Hawkins or Gus? Oh, is that Gus? That? That's, yeah. That's Gus Corton. Yeah, Cors- yeah, Cors- yeah, Cors- yeah, Corson's doing it, yeah. I think he said he was. that yeah, was the first one he built. And,
1: yeah. Uh,
12: you know, the other night, I guess, was the first night out on it. But, yeah, he was pretty impressed with it. I think he ran some 1540s or 30s or something on it. That's just pretty good. <laughs>
1: So they're- what's the deal with them? what's the special deal with them Joe is I mean, I
12: don't know, I think they're just trying to get a uh something for a you know a low budget you know racer to get into something with some speed is what it looked like to me um yeah, I'm not real sure uh, I mean, we already got the open wheel modifieds, but you know the it's like any of the racing before you know it, you gotta spend a fortune <laughs> to to race,
3: yeah, um, hey jack uh write this down nine four one. Three five five six eight seven five uh, for more information about the uh, extreme bullet car.
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm uh, under the impression that that's going to be uh, showing up at uh, some of the other tracks here in the next uh, over the next several weeks, um, uh, so that people can take a look at it.
3: I'd like to take a look at it right now while I'm sitting here on the computer. If I knew how to find it.
1: Uh, Joe, do you race modifieds these days much?
12: No, I, I did, um, you know, back when the Sarah was running. Right. Uh, we had we had the open wheel modified and the, and the limited late model. and No, just uh, the super late model now. That's pretty much it.
1: Well, congratulations on the win, man, and uh, we'll catch you out of track soon and, and keep up the good stuff, man. It's good to have you back as a winner. Certainly yeah, is.
2: Good luck, Con.
12: Yeah, I appreciate the phone call.
1: Thank you. Okay, man. Take it
12: easy, Bye, Joe. Joe. All right, there, bye-bye. There you
1: have it, Joe Boyd, winner of the uh, Hoosier Elite. There you have
3: it, Joe Boyd. Uh, Joe Boyd. Many, many, many laughs. Mm.
1: Yeah, buddy. So, uh, well, we told them. Now, what do we? What, what do you do? You, you tell them what we're going to tell them, and then we tell them, and then we tell them we told them, right?
3: You tell them one more time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we talked to Robbie Cooper tonight. At the big uh, modified race, we talked to Robbie yokum Couldn't get a hold of Clint Foley, gave Clint a, f- a couple of calls, couldn't talk to him. Uh, Joe uh, Boyd, and uh, of course our Inside Florida Racing, Hildebrand Jewelers, Driver of the Month. Uh, Derek Horton, driver of all the beat up bang 'em up up uh, style of cars at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Um, and uh, Humanitarian. Talk to uh, Rusty Marcus, <laughs> Vinny Crawford, the mentor of Bonehead.
3: Could hey, uh, we can't forget about the upcoming races, the modified mini-stock race uh, sponsored by Curry Roofing. 100 laps, you, you County Speedway, Saturday. Are you coming? 11. Are you coming? No, I'm coming to, I am coming to the one in Bronson, though, the, the big modified okay. race in Bronson on the... Uh, 25th, 26th. That's cool. Um, Don't forget about um, Charlotte County Speedway Monster Truck Weekend. Three days of racing fun. April 17th, 18th, and 19th. also wanted to say I did notice Charlotte County Speedway does have a new website for karting. So go on there and check it out.
1: CCMPKarts.com How's your little boy doing? Is he almost ready to race? race? Is he ready to race yet?
3: They've been up at the Walmart. They just got back. You come running in here.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. After uh, we're going to get out of here because I'm going to go watch a, a national basketball championship.
2: And we're going to say thank you to everybody for listening in. Don't I forget. Done. I'm not either. I'm going to tell them about. Hildebrand Hilda me. Brand Jewelers. Make sure you email feedback. At RealRacingUSA.com and call in your favorite driver. And if you didn't see the picture, send us an email and we'll get you a picture of the
1: ring. We certainly will. That's right. And uh, Rob, at the conclusion of our show, which is moments away, literally moments, um, we have a four-hour program, the gas series race from Watermelon Capital Speedway, along with the... Um, CRA Racing Series Super Late Model Series from Watermelon Capital Speedway this last Saturday night, and it's a live coverage. Only it's two days old, but it'll be live to you. Closing words, Rob?
3: Folks, thanks for listening. Uh, you got anything to tell me? Send it to Elting at aol.com, good or bad. I can handle it. Uh, I love to talk to drivers, so.
1: See ya.
2: Good night, everybody. Thank you. We're going
10: to do the St. Pete Boogie Have some fun, you all we going to do the St. Pete Boogie Have some fun, you all Go down on Central Avenue Drink some alcohol When you do the St. Pete Boogie You really gonna have it all when you do the Saint People again You really gonna have it all down the south side of town, yeah, in some hole in the wall I got to do the Saint people again I'm gonna jump until I fall. I've got to do the same people again. I'm gonna jump until I fall. Bar hopping and high topping. Hey, Lord, can't you hear me call?